Welcome to the Multipurpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. And here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. So Wes, today I wanted to talk about a question we get from a lot of our customers. So for those of you who don't know, we run a company, K-12 Clothing, that deals in school apparel. And one of the questions that we often get is a PTA parent coming to us saying, help, I've just been made spirit wear chair of the PTA. I have no idea what I'm doing. I guess the stress around that question is exacerbated this year with the pandemic. People asking, can I do what I was doing before? How do I make sure that I'm not interacting with the families while giving out spirit wear? So I thought we would spend this podcast talking a little bit about spirit wear. And you've got a long background in it. So why don't you just tell us about your background? Yeah, sure. So I've been doing spirit wear since 2016. And how I got started is I was sending our daughter's PTA meeting and we were discussing spirit wear and how it works. And it just seemed like it was overly complicated for what it should have been. I just thought by 2016, we would have an easier solution for parents to be able to get spirit wear directly without having to buy in bulk and kind of do the traditional route of ordering and managing spirit wear. So I've been doing that since 2016. So you mentioned the older traditional route. Tell us more about that. Like, What does that mean? What is the traditional route of doing spirit wear? Yeah, so how spirit wear has ran since forever is essentially that the school or the person who was managing spirit wear for the year would reach out to a local vendor, and then that local vendor would help them to create a bulk order, and typically bulk orders are 24 items or more, the same print, typically the same apparel item, whether it be a t-shirt or hoodie. Um, If you sold 24 t-shirts, that would count as one. Even if you had the same design, then you switch to hoodies, you would need another 24 items to complete a bulk order. So that's how they would typically work or what they would require from the PTA. And then on the back end, the PTA is kind of responsible for getting that order. And a lot of that is tracking down parents with a order form for them to fill out and then collecting cash and then submitting that bulk order to their apparel provider or vendor. After that, the order would come back and then the PTA would be responsible for distributing all of those items. So what would happen if I didn't have 24 orders from parents for a single item? So it just depends on vendors. Each vendor is different. So some of them would say, hey, we can't complete this order. Or they would say you might have to be charged more for those items up to the count of what they would want you to order. So then you're sitting on extra inventory. It's just kind of a mess to manage. So you said they would charge more, but would, do you mean that I would order more in order to hit the 24? They might force you to actually ah. purchase 24 total, or they might charge you a higher price for the 18, for example, if you're not hitting your 24 mark. If they charge me more, that's cutting into my fundraising, I'm guessing. Yeah, if they charge you more, it's cutting into your fundraising. If you order 24, then you're sitting on products that you may or may not be able to sell. So there would be some, usually some type of loss there unless you had a really active PTA and you just happen to have the correct sizes that you need to sell through. Yeah, I can imagine something like a double or a triple XL or a XS are probably sizes that you're not getting 24 orders of. So then you end up with extra inventory. 
Yeah. And that's one of the things that we experience or talk to PTAs and schools across the country. And every single one that we talk to has a random closet where they just have extra apparel that they just can't sell year after year. And so as Spiritwear Chair, my role would be to gather order forms, chase down parents, gather money. Does that sound right? That sounds right. And then I would have to translate that for the vendor into the actual order, I'm guessing. Yeah, and that's one of the challenges that people don't talk about as much is just trying to read the handwriting from every single parent. You imagine you have 300 students, you have 300 order forms, and you have to translate handwriting to get the correct size. And then some of them just don't listen to directions. And what I mean by that is they'll give you an order form back, but then if you tell them that they need to pay ahead of time or give you a a check or cash, sometimes they just forget that. And then now you have to go back and track those people down so that way you don't hold up your order or you have to pay for the order and then try to get the cash on the back end. So it's kind of messy. And having done this myself before translated orders, that is, I know that it can be a long and tedious process in an Excel spreadsheet translating three, four, five hundred orders line by line reading handwriting. How long does that usually take a chair? It really just depends on the size of your school. I would say it takes eight to ten hours, but when I say that, you actually have to spread that time out because you're spending 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there, collecting orders, distributing spirit wear. It, it all adds up to, to lost time. And I'm guessing we've talked about this with like one logo and like one or two apparel items. But I'm guessing if you have multiple logos, you're kind of expanding on the time spent. Yeah, not only expanding on the time spent, but now you're digging deeper in how much or how large your bulk order is. So if you have multiple items and multiple logos and your minimum requirement is 24 items or more, now all of a sudden your order just got a lot bigger and you're also limiting what you can offer customers. So we've talked about some of the challenges of this traditional process, but there's some benefits to doing spirit wear this way. What are those? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that the greatest benefit is cost because if you're ordering bulk items, you can get it for a lower price. With that comes the management portion of it. So unless your organization, your school is super organized and you can get exact sizes and fulfillment, then there, there is some trade-off there. One of the things that we hear a lot about is more and more parents don't have time to volunteer to the PTA. So PTAs are actually struggling to get members and volunteers because people's time is tapped out. And so finding a way to spend less time doing spirit wear seems like it would be beneficial, but Are there some ways to spend less time? Like, what are the other options? Yeah, absolutely. And this is an option that we offer is that we actually have an online platform where parents can go on, purchase products directly, and there's no bulk requirement. No minimum order requirement is if parent orders one t-shirt or one item, we print and ship that one item to that person directly, and the PTA doesn't have to manage anything. And so this is something not only that we offer, but it's just an alternative method. A number of other providers offer this online store, basically, right? Yeah, and when we set to create this back in 2016, we really took a look at what could we do to save the most time for parents to include logo design support, managing the orders, distribution of the orders, as well as we wanted the PTA to not have to be involved in the process. They're involved in the process as far as selecting apparel, and logos and what they want printed and what's available to their customers, but they don't have to manage the rest of the process that eats up their time. So they're overseeing the process, but they're not necessarily making the sausage as much. Yeah, and I think one of the time savings that we offer that the traditional model just doesn't whatsoever is when the spirit wear chair leaves their position, 
they can just hand it over to the next person. The website never turns off. Parents can order 24-7, 365, and it just makes it easier for them year after year. So now instead of losing 10 to 12 hours each time you're doing a bulk order, you can set up the store one time and throughout the year you can edit or change products or add and it doesn't take up much time. And, and then when you pass it along, that next person's already set up for success. So a second ago, you mentioned logo support. That's something we didn't talk about. What do you mean by logo support? Yeah. So one of the things I took a really hard look at in 2016 is I thought it was kind of unfair that parents had to come in. They have to design products. They have to learn about warehousing and ordering products. It it just didn't seem like a fair process to ask somebody that was coming in to support their school. And this is a lot of schools use Spiritware's fundraising. So there is some great benefit and there's there's things that they do with Spiritware that really add value to the school. But I didn't think that they should have to be responsible for also designing as well. That is one of the things that it's really hard to find in your school to find either somebody that can help design apparel or being able to design it yourself. So one of the things that we offer is free design support. And specifically is if you need a logo design, we'll create it for you for free and multiple logos. And a lot of companies that the traditional model or local models, they charge you. And it could be anywhere from $25 per logo to $50 per logo or something in between where the first one or two logos are free. And then following, there is some type of cost. So So for those of you who may have not gone through this process before, I think this was something that was new to me when I joined K-12 Clothing was, well, your school has a logo on the website. What do you mean design work? And so I think we just want to expand on that a little bit. Those logos are oftentimes not in a format that can be used on clothing. They need to be cleaned up a little bit. Or frankly, somebody doesn't have the file in the first place. It's used on the website And that's the only version available. It's a PDF or something. And so there often needs to be some tweaking either to an existing logo or a whole new logo created, for example, graduation shirts, class of 2021 shirts with a new logo. And so that is what we're referring to by logo support. Yeah. And a lot of parents don't have that experience to know the difference between a JPEG or vector file or PNG with a transparent background. So a lot of those things that we do to help support the schools make kind of life easier for spirit wear. And we work with a lot of schools that end up doing that is we don't have that design that we had last year, but we really love it. And we want to move it forward and be able to offer it again. And we tell parents, hey, take a picture of that T-shirt that you sold last year and we'll recreate it exactly as it was. And we can do that. Or even little things like your school colors are blue and white. Your logo is only available in a white format. How are you going to put that on a white shirt? You've got to change the color of your logo. Absolutely. And that takes time. So in terms of the, we talked about the local vendor model, how much money do you see schools making through fundraising of spirit wear in that manner? So what we've seen just kind of on average in our schools, our schools through a a typical school year earn around $700 is about what they earn. Regardless of which model they're using or is one allow for more fundraising than the other? Bulk definitely allows for more fundraising, but you have to manage that process as well as if you're doing bulk, you have to do it several times throughout the school year. So that amount could be higher, but then now you have a lot more work added to your plate. Got it. So rather than one bulk order, you're saying schools make the $700 by doing three bulk orders, let's say, versus the online model where the stores just open year round and there's that upfront work of selecting and opening your store, but not necessarily that work throughout the year. Yeah, and a a wider variety of product options. 
with the online model, we can offer boys, girls, women's, and men's sizes specifically. And if you're ordering in bulk, traditionally what they'll do is they'll order youth, and that'll cover both boys and girls. And then they'll order men's sizes, and they'll tell women that you have to buy one size smaller to be able to fit. So we actually have those specific to each person in school. We haven't actually fully explained the online model. We've talked a little bit about how it takes some more upfront work and mentioned that there's some product selection, but just really high level, how would somebody start an online store with regardless of the provider? Yeah, happy to help. So typically schools will come to us and they say, hey, we've gone through this traditional model and we're, we're ready to do something else or, or move it forward into the future of offering spirit wear. And what we tell them is, we make it super simple for them. If they have an existing logo, they can give it to us and we can build a draft store for them, which only takes a day or so. Or they can actually just go on our website and create their own web store, upload their logo, and within 15 minutes or so, their website is live and ready for purchases. So it's really pretty simple at a high level. But I know nothing about products. If I'm the typical spirit wear chair that has just started the role, what t-shirt do I choose? What sweatshirt do I choose? Do you have any recommendations of like go-to brands or how to make those selections? Yeah. So it, for the lower end, we would say start with Gildan. It's not like it was 20 years ago and people have that bad memory of, of what Gildan products are, but it's a lot better today than it was then. It's not just the thick, heavy t-shirts that nobody wants to buy anymore. So we'd say start at Gildan. If you want one step level up, we say start at Champion. And that's not too bad of a brand and they have good products and, and it's a little bit higher quality. And then if you want to kind of go up to the next layer or so, we would say Under Armour or Nike. And that's, again, that's the great thing about having the website is you can offer all of those products. And for the parents that the Gildan matches their price point, they can purchase those items. And for the ones who decide to buy Nike, instead of them buying it elsewhere, they have the option of buying it with their school logo and, and it benefits everybody. And what are the top selling items? For the top selling items at a high level, just as long as you start with t-shirts and hoodies, you basically cover the basics. Hats are another good option. Sweatpants. Comfy pajama pants are also high sellers. So. How often do PTA members go in and add new products? Is there a recommended amount? We think about it like this, right? So school's only in session for eight or nine months or so, let's just say, starting in August or September going through June or July. So we would recommend that you look at it at least once a month or once every month and a half at the very longest. And it's just because new products come out. You'll start actually having live purchases. So you'll see what customers are buying or what they want, as well as you'll start getting feedback from people locally in your school. So as long as you're kind of taking a look at what sales are happening, what people really like, what new products are coming out, it's really easy just to swap out one t-shirt for another or just add another option. In the traditional model, it's easy to imagine you spend X dollars on the bulk order and then you make Y dollars from the parent paying for the spirit wear. And the difference is your fundraising. How does fundraising work in an online store? So the way we manage fundraising, it's just a percentage that's added to all products across the store. And it makes it super simple for everybody that's involved. So parents don't see the additional amount that's added, but it'll be just shown on the product directly. So when you buy a shirt for $23, that 10% has already been added to it. So when you check out, that's going to be the 10% that the school decides to make. And the way we 
make it available for parents is when they're logged into their store, they have the option to set their percentages from anywhere from 5 to 20%. And what's the typical amount? You mentioned 10%. Is that the standard? That's what we see mostly for, for most of our schools. What are some tips to maximize fundraising? I think what I would say is look at the medium. So if you decide to go the virtual route, let's use virtual tools to market to your parents. So use text. You could use your Instagram or your Facebook profile or your pages to share information with parents. Email works great. I think more, more or less it's just about getting in front of the parent to show them that, hey, this is a new product or a new offering or a new way of doing Spiritware. It is available. There's a lot of options. And if you want to purchase Spiritware, this is the best way to do it. And as long as you keep getting that message in front of them, and we tell schools a lot of times it, it takes a while for parents to learn the new method. I mean, if you have a school, average school, 300 students, and you have all of those parents that want to purchase for themselves or for their kids or both, we just say it it takes some time. You're not going to just throw it out and all of a sudden your store is going to be doing well and you're going to be super fundraising at all. So be patient, keep marketing, stay active, do a good job of showing products and displaying products. And we can help with some of that as well of creating flyers or mock-ups that parents can share or PTA leaders can share with their parents. A couple of cool things that I've seen are using custom URLs. So a URL that has your school name in it that redirects to the online shop. That's one good option. Parents then remember it year after year. And then the second thing that some of our most successful schools have done is switch out their products on a regular basis. Two reasons. One, then you can capture popular products like masks, for example, have recently risen in popularity. And second of all, then your frequent shoppers are able to come back and see new products and take advantage. And then finally, having sales at key times, like back to school, over the holidays, going into summer, leveraging those sales and sharing them on all the platforms that you've mentioned. Yeah, I think that's really important is kind of timing. At the beginning of the school year, springtime, kind of after the big holidays have hit. And then right actually at the end of schools when purchasing is really high is because people want to get their shirt before they leave for the year or for the summer. So a couple of times you've mentioned that the bulk orders are a more cost-effective way to do things. Can you just explain why there's a cost difference between going online versus doing an in-person bulk order? Yeah, the best way to kind of think about it is think about Costco right? It's the same thing. If you go to your local grocery store or gas station to buy milk, it's going to be more expensive than if you go to Costco and you buy a set of 15 milks. So it's just, if you buy in bulk, you're buying more up front, but you're getting the benefit of a lesser cost because they're doing it all in one go or printing all of your apparel in in one setting. So the online stores, the printing is done when a parent orders. Is that right? Yes. So it's on demand. Got it. What are some don't do's? Some suggested don't do's is don't be afraid to add products to your store that aren't necessarily for you because you have to think we have a lot of schools or we talk to a lot of parents that will say nobody's going to buy a Nike hoodie because it's too expensive. Well, that maybe it's too expensive for you, but it might not be expensive, too expensive for everybody. And if they're going to buy those products anyway, just make it available and you can always dwindle down products or add more products. It's, it's pretty flexible, but at least Give parents good options, or at least a broad amount of, of options is, is the best way to go. The other thing that I've seen a lot of is overcomplicated logos. Sometimes your logo doesn't translate to an apparel item if it's overcomplicated. And so just make sure that you're having a simple, crisp logo 
one or two colors uh, and that will appear best on items. Yeah, and that's something that we can help with and we actually do flag. So if we see a logo that comes in and it's not ready to be printed, we work with the school to make sure that that logo is ready to go. So top three tips for somebody who's coming in new to spirit wear. First, locate your artwork. Second, select your provider, whether online or local. Third, select your products. Yeah, absolutely. And if I can add one to that, I, absolutely. I would say four, be prepared to share with your audience and start thinking about how you can share your new web store with your customers. Good luck to all of our schools with their Spiritwear sales this year. If anybody has any other tips they want to talk about, be sure to find us through our local channels. Yeah, thanks for having me. This show has been brought to you by K-12 Clothing. K-12 Clothing is a PTA dad-created business focused on providing high-quality school apparel while increasing access to educational resources through fundraising in schools. Learn more at k12clothing.com. Make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school to subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on this show, we share additional resources on our company blog at k12clothing.com and click on blog. Thanks to Squad Locker for making this show possible, and we'll see you next week in the Multipurpose Room.